Previously, on Childish Behavior. Gomer! I should have uh, not fed that rat after midnight. Gomer! You're our only hope! I'll have to go check on Rick and Aaron. Let's go help you mates. Phew, we're finally here. Now it's 28 days later, we're gonna have to do a, a reverse shawl shank. That's nasty, but I think it will work. Hold on, boys! We're coming! Security protocol Alpha Centauri Echo Derf 007. Backup protocols initializing. Processing. Operation the show must go on. Backup scenario. Processing. Retrieving data from childish behavior satellite. Scanning. Downloading files from childish behavior server. Download complete. The show must go on protocols. Present a message from. Richard Wadsworth, playing files. Welcome to Childish Behavior, the spastastic misadventures of two family pastors. <laughs> you ready? We've been working with these kids for a long, long time. We may or may not have lost our mind. We like to talk from time to time. Make it laugh a little bit and expand your mind. Keep on keeping on, take a deep breath. Now come on, let's shine. Let's come together, we can run this race. Fight and talk about the battles we face. Show the love of God to the very end. Always remember, stay childish, my friend. <laughs> My name is Rick Wadsworth, and I am so glad to be reporting to you live from the field. We're having a weird storm over here, and uh, I just wanted to say hello. Listen, Jesus tells us it's not if we'll have trouble, but when we'll have trouble, a.k.a. storms. But when we have storms, we need to stay close to God. Learning how to trust in God and lean on Jesus through all the storms that come up in life. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. John 16:33. That is an awesome promise. So, I was going to tell you a little story about me. Um I've had some terrible situations that have come up in my life, uh, storms that uh, were really scary, ones that, uh, I'll be honest with you, I questioned if I would get through them, and uh, it was it's the human part of us that sometimes says, uh-oh, this is too big, and uh, I just want you to know that nothing is too big for God, that if it wasn't for the knowledge of Jesus being there with me, supporting me, and fighting my battles for me, I would have lost hope long ago. And so I just wanted to let you know, uh, in 2004, I fell off of a ladder and I um, suffered a traumatic brain injury. And uh, I had to go uh, through rehabilitation, I had to take medication, 
the doctors were asking me what my occupation was and uh, and how my life was going to be a little different. And uh, I'll just tell you that uh, I told them I was almost through college. They were like, you probably aren't going to finish. Uh, well, guess what? I finished and I went back to school. It was hard, but I went, went back to school and got my master's degree. Um, I did not let some of these storms or what people say deter me. I knew that God wanted me to do these things. And if God wanted me to do these things, he would help me. Uh, they also told me that uh, when they found out I was a pastor, they said, you probably will not be able to be a public speaker anymore. I uh, am a little silly and a little discombobulated, as you can see, uh, and I forget a lot of things. But uh, I really believe in my weakness. When I feel weak, uh, that's when Jesus is at his strongest inside of me. And so uh, I really think that sometimes we limit God because we look at limitations that others put on us. Uh, maybe an illness, maybe a sickness, maybe things that happened, maybe a choice that was made. Just remember that God is bigger than any of those things and that God is going to see you through all of those situations. This past year, I had uh, an issue with my heart and it's not working right. And so I was very tired. I, uh, um, was going through a lot of emotional stuff. I had some losses in my life of some mentors. Um, and, you know, the last couple of years have just not been the best. But I'll tell you this, throughout all of that stuff, throughout all of the scariness or the pain or uncertainty of anything of how anything was going to go, I knew that God was with me. And he was going to give me the power to overcome any obstacle that came my way. Today, we are going to talk about a word called joy. And I'm not talking about the dish soap. I'm not talking about being extremely happy all the time. Happy, happy, joy, joy. And that everything's great all the time. Like you're from a Lego movie and everything is awesome. Because not everything is awesome at times. We go through battles, we go through times where we feel sad, but the cool thing is we have a faith in Jesus Christ. We have uh, our Lord that is there to take care of us, that we can lean on, he'll pick us up, he'll take care of us, he'll hug us, he'll wipe us off, he'll make us clean, he'll forgive us of things that we've done, and he will help us overcome things that has happened to us that are not even our fault. And uh, God is gonna be there to give us that power. And so the term joy that we're talking about is biblical joy. It is the joy that helps us to be unshakable in the midst of pain and uncertainty that the world will throw at us from time to time. For you guys that know the Bible, you guys know Paul. He was a great missionary. For you guys that uh, need a little brush up knowledge, uh, there was a man named Saul and he was a a leader that uh, thought he was following God, but he was following God the wrong way. He had a bunch of head knowledge, but not any heart knowledge. And he was following um, the Pharisees. He was growing in stature. Uh, and one day he was on his way to persecute Christians. 
um, to find the underground churches when he met Jesus on the road and Jesus changed him and God used that man Saul, changed his name and he became Paul and became one of the greatest missionaries. And uh, one of the reasons that we know about Jesus here uh, in America, because he would tell someone and they would tell someone and he would write letters and he would do all this. But um, Paul would often find himself in a lot of adversity. He was shipwrecked. He got bit by a snake. He had all kinds of stuff. He was persecuted. People tried to kill him multiple times and he spent a lot of time in jail. And so he would write letters to the church to encourage them to keep on keeping on. And so one of the things that he said always, multiple times, was have joy. And so these people would know his plight. I gotta tell you, if I was sitting in a four-star hotel and I'm, I'm sipping on some, you know, Coca-Cola and I'm in an air-conditioned place and I'm telling someone to have joy that is uh, stuck in a pit, you know, they're gonna be like, uh, you don't know what I'm dealing with, buddy. But Paul, they knew that Paul was in prison. Paul was actually uh, in Rome awaiting trial. He could be put to death at any time. Uh, he didn't know what his day was going to be like. And uh, he writes this letter to the people saying, have joy. I don't know about you, but if I was in jail and thinking that death could be around the corner at any moment, I don't think that I would be having very much joy. I've got to work on that. But Paul said to have joy. And so let's talk a little bit about joy. Paul, in his mind, he's going to win either way. And he said this, We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed. Perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not abandoned struck down, but not destroyed. Joy is not the constant state of being happy, but being content, putting our trust in Jesus and trusting in his promises, God's promises. Unlike people that are wishy-washy at times and can let us down or run away or be our friend one day and not be our friend the next, we can trust God because of his reputation over time. We see this in the Bible of all the cool things that God has done. You guys have heard a lot of stories about all the cool things that God has done, right? We know about Noah. We know about Moses. We know about David. We know about the disciples. We know all these cool things that God has done. And we can always look back on those things and be like, man, God is a God to be trusted because of all the cool things that he's done. And when he promises us something, he comes through. So number one, unshakable joy is rooted in Christ and what he has done for us. In John three sixteen, it says, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Jesus came to save you. I always tell our students here at church that Jesus came to show us the way and then pay a debt we could not pay. That's Jesus' mission. 
Man, we can have unshakable joy when it's rooted in Jesus and what he has done for us. Jesus died on a cross to save us. Jesus redeemed us and restored us through dying on the cross and then on the third day rising again. One of my favorite stories when Jesus was on the boat and he calmed the storm. I just think about this all the time. I, I, I love it. And I have to remind myself when I get caught up in all the um, rigmarole of life. Um, I'm a pastor. I'm a dad. I'm a husband. But guess what? I'm a sinner and I mess up all the time. And even though that I spend time with God, I forget to put my hope and trust in him sometimes. Isn't that funny that we do that? That it kind of, from day to day, we'll see some really cool things that God's doing and then one day we kind of forget because we get upset about maybe something that we're going through. Well, the cool thing about that in the with Jesus uh, calming the storm is that Jesus is sleeping in the boat and uh, I can almost, they don't tell us who, but I can almost imagine Peter running to Jesus and be like, Jesus, wake up. There's a, there's a storm. We're all going to die. And uh, as the disciples are going, heave, ho, and they're throwing all the water out of the boat, trying to get the water out of the boat. And Jesus walks up onto the, the deck and he's looking at them and they're like, we're all going to die. And he just kind of says, stop. The storm just stops. The disciples look at him and they're like, whoa, even the winds and rains listen to him. And I got to imagine that Jesus looked to, to every one of them and said, guys, why are you afraid? I was in the boat with you the whole time. I want to remind you guys that Jesus is always with us. And he's in the boat with us. And you're like, Rick, I don't own a boat. What I mean is Jesus is in your life with you. And it's easy to get scared and forget that he's not there. But that's not, that's not God's fault. That's not Jesus' fault. That's our fault. So we should always remember that when we are forever friend with Jesus, that he is always there with us. When we go through the storms, remember who he is and what he has done for you. Unshakable joy is rooted in the promises of God. James 1, 2-5 says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Isn't that awesome to not lack anything? If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to you. When I was in weight training a long time ago in high school, I remember our gym teacher talking to us about lifting weights. He said, you start out with little weights and it will rip the muscle fibers. And then in that ripping of the fibers, they grow back stronger. So the next time that you pick up a weight, you can pick it up and you can grow and your 
strength grows. With every time there's a rip or a tear in that, it grows back stronger. My spiritual muscles also do that. So anytime I go through adversity, I need to run to God and I will grow in my spiritual strength. When I go through tough times and I run to God, I grow my spiritual muscles. I grow in my faith. And the next time I go through a tough time, I know that God can be trusted because he helped me the last time and will help me again. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because for the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Deuteronomy 31, 6. Our circumstances change constantly, but Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. We hear that in Hebrews 13, 8. So when we seek to find our joy in him, we will never be disappointed because unlike our circumstances, Jesus Christ never changes. Guys, remember, God loves you and God is going to be there with you. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. And he is there to take care of you. Run to Jesus when tough times happen. Remember, like we said, when we go through tough times, we will grow stronger. Every time we run to him, we'll grow stronger. And when the next time something happens, we'll be ready for it because we know where to run to. Dear Lord, we love you so much and we thank you for this day, God. Father, help us to be unshakable during times of uncertainty. Father, give us the strength to pursue you during these times when we're scared and we don't know what to do. Father, help us to walk in your ways by knowing your word and um, just spending time with our families, spending time in the word, spending time growing and learning to trust you more each day. Father God, thank you for loving us the way that you do. And I pray right now, Lord, that you will just uh, help us to learn and grow each day. Amen. Toodles. Now for a childish behavior commercial break. Wait, what, what is this? What? What do you want? You meant to read what? What? What is this? This is, this is an ad. Don't we have enough ads already? Uh, whatever, I'll read it, but I'm gonna hate it already. I'm just gonna tell you that I'm gonna hate it. Um, wait, what does it say? Does this, are you serious? We have a merch site now? Like, like we can get shirts and like a hoodie or a hat. Or what about a, what about like a, a button? I can get a button too. It's pretty epic. I like buttons. So you want me to plug our merch site? Tell tell everybody here that we, if they go over to childishbehaviorministries.com, which is our which is our new website we just opened up, and they click the button on the front page that says Childish Behavior Merch, they're gonna take them to our merch website and they can get them some Childish Behavior merch. That's what you want me to tell them. 
That's it. Nothing. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm gonna tell this. Are we making anything off this? Or is this like everything else we do, where we are literally just, we're basically just breaking even. We're breaking even again. So why are we doing it? Oh, okay, okay. So people can promote childish behavior, and so so that we can we can ex- we can spread our focus and reach reach new people and and let them know about childish behavior podcast, so that they too can enjoy this content and they can be uplifted through the crazy antics that is childish behavior. You know what? I'll do it. I don't hate it completely, and I'm sorry. So, as I already said, you've already heard. Go to ChildishBehaviorMinistries.com, click the button, get your Childish Behavior swag on. This has been Aaron. Lakes. From the makers of Sleepy Time and Siestaville comes Nap. Are you tired of being tired? Well, guess what, my friend? With Nap, it can make all the difference. Please see your doctor and consult with your physician as nap may not be for everyone but just know that if you are sad tired hangry angry mad at the world you might need a nap waking up early on saturday mornings just to sit in front of the tv eating cereal watching cartoons because saturday was the only day they came on Staying home on Friday nights just to watch TGIF. Coming home from school and turning on your TV just to watch TRL. Cutting on MTV to actually watch music videos. Putting Jiffy Pop on top of the stove to watch the popcorn pop. Sitting by your radio with a blank cassette tape. Waiting to press record when your favorite song came on the radio. Waiting seven full days to watch the newest episode of your favorite TV show. Well, if you answered yes to a few of these, or even all of these, or maybe all of them, well, you are just plain old. Wait, I'm being told we can't say that. The politically correct terminology is, you are seasoned. Anyways, do we have a deal for you? Childish Behavior is now available on VHS. A-Tracks, Home Alone's Talkboy, Kevin, Morris Code, Braille, Vinyl, and that crazy old lady that lived next door will scream at the top of her lungs the entire podcast to you. The possibilities are endless. You can even knock on a random stranger's door. Just tell them, Aaron sent you. Childish behavior, just like Ray Stevens said in his song, they're everywhere, they're everywhere. Out of the cannon. Bada bing, bada boom, childish behavior still in your room. And welcome to another edition of Out of the Cannon with your host, Matt Cannon. That's me. So I found this story online and I'd love to share it. So here it goes. $94.10. That's how much the cash register showed at around 10 p.m. that night at the grocery store. I watched as the man in front of me asked the cashier to put things to the side over and over again. 
He kept swapping his card, declined over and over again. He was already buying the bare minimum. There was a girl and boy with him, and I heard them call him dad several times. The girl was a preteen, and the boy was probably about five years old. I could see the embarrassment written all over their faces. The cashier put cans of tuna, boxes of pasta, bananas, and apples under the counter. I began to wonder if he was a single dad because the lack of a ring on his finger gave me suspect to believe so. Then suddenly I felt it. It was like a gentle shove on my back and a mild electric shock to my heart. Pay for the groceries. It doesn't matter if you don't have the money. I'll provide. Trust me. I heard God say this loud and clear. I started to open my mouth, but what if it embarrasses his family even more? Then that still small voice called again, another shove, much stronger this time. I've got it, I blurted out loudly as heat flooded my face. The store was empty, there was no one else in line, and I watched this man slowly turn, his jaw dropped completely open. I turned to the cashier, please put everything back, I'll get it. Are you sure, the cashier said, with total shock in her voice. I nodded while looking at the girl and boy, their eyes were like saucers. Yes, absolutely. I can go ahead and swap my card. I look at the dad. He's crying hardcore now. His daughter is hugging him. Then I pay for my things as well, praying God would surely cover it. He did. The dad is waiting at the end of the lane, still crying and hugging his precious children. I don't know how to thank you, he whispers. It's okay. I wanted to help. I know it's what God told me to do, and I've been there. I replied quietly to him. I'm a single dad. It's so hard, he said. I gave him a hug. His son and daughter wanted one too. When I got to the car, the tears came flooding out. I prayed and praised the Lord for allowing me to help. I asked God to give me more opportunities to be obedient and show the world the utter grace he has shown me. Now, flash forward three weeks later. My family and I are sitting in church. We had just finished the worship time when our pastor was getting ready to preach. I glance over to my left, and my stomach literally plummets to the ground. Then my heart begins to race. At the end of the row sat the same dad and his two children. I began to sob. My skin is covered now in goosebumps. I never told them I was a Christian. I never even told them where I went to church. I basically just obeyed God. The same one who brought this dad and his family to my church that Sunday. It's not about me. Great things he has done. Will you just look and listen to God? This has been another edition of Out of the Canon with your host, Matt Cannon. That's me. Today, I'm going to provide for you a two-step plan to get as many volunteers as you want through one simple email. Now, I'm going to start with step two. Step two. Send an email asking for volunteers. That one email will result in as many volunteers as you need. That's step two. Now let's back up, take a step back and talk about step one. Step one, spend three and a half years pouring into people, caring for leaders, thanking people in a way that matters to them and so much more. Then you can easily send that one email, that step two email and have as many volunteers as you need. So many leaders want step two, but they don't realize 
that, that doing step one positions them to effectively send out that one email and have people rush to their aid. Building a sustainable volunteer system takes years to develop, but the fruit that can come from that tree is very, very powerful. LeadVolunteers.com is the most comprehensive step-by-step plan to build a sustainable volunteer system. Lead, Vol Lead Volunteers will allow you to get organized, retain volunteers, and prevent ministry burnout. If you want this two-step plan, I can help you create the culture that ensures step one is in place so that you can send that one simple email and gather all the volunteers that you need. Join leadvolunteers.com today. Check us out on Facebook at Childish Behavior Podcast. Check us out on Instagram. Check us out at www.childishbehaviorministry.com. We have a merch page and all the proceeds of what we make off of that goes back into this ministry. Just know that uh, we do it because we want to be able to do more of this. Hey, why I got you guys. I just want you to remember that caring is sharing. Share our podcast with your friends, your neighbors, your dogs, cats, whatever. We don't care. Share this podcast and get the world out about childish behavior. If you could, uh, please go on your app of choice, whatever you use, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, whatever. And if you could like, uh, subscribe, give us five stars if you feel generous and um, leave a review, you will be put in the running each week that we podcast, we will go to that list. We'll put the names in a, a hat or put you on one of our magical spinning wheels and we'll choose you that way. Uh, so the chances right now for you to win are amazing. So please, 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 if you can help us with that, it helps us get into more ear holes and for more people to hear about us. Have a great day and thank you in advance. Security protocol 000001. It's the final countdown. Password. It's the end of the world as we know it and I feel fine. Processing. SOS security protocol snap into a Slim Jim. Oh yeah. Password gluteus maximus. Initializing. Calling Matt Cannon. Add up the cannon. With Matt Cannon. That's me. Matt Cannon. Initializing. Connecting with California mainframe. Processing. Stay childish, my friend.